We are back. Welcome to the Energy Fitness Podcast with me, Marcus, your host, and I'm joined by an amazing, super special, a mega excited guest called Will Everett. Um, so big welcome and hello to you, Will. Hey, Marcus. Thank you for uh, welcoming me. A pleasure to be joining you today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. We've, we've been working quite closely over the last couple of weeks, having some good conversations with some of the stuff you've been doing in the the energy network but i've got two really really important questions before we dive into this podcast okay first one the first one is do you like nando's i love nando's good answer answer. and what what's your kind of staple go-to meal do you have like a, a something you order every time or do you kind of mix it up Uh, do you know what? I mix it up because I'm not too keen on like really spicy food, but I love their yeah. lemon and herb. But I like the wings. Uh, I got Philip yeah. the, the the burger, the <laughs> Philip burger, the chicken Philip burger. God. Yeah, me too. Chips. Now <laughs> you're making me hungry. Out to Nando's, uh, pickup. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's good. We're exactly. On, we're on the same wavelength already. You've got to love a Nando's. So brilliant. Second question. Yeah. If you were to be a superhero. What superpowers would you have? Oh, but this is the right question for me because, as even though I'm 40 years old, I, yeah, I think it's probably think about you, this you way and me both. Much. <laughs> yeah, do you know what though? Believe it or not, it is actually a toss up between two it's either telepathy with mind control or telekinesis. Is there way? <laughs> is there one you go? Ah, here we go. Uh, telepathy, because it would certainly yeah, help my hypnotherapy help, business. Yeah, help support those <laughs> those kind of positive outcomes. Yeah, brilliant. And that's yeah, it's always really interesting to Absolutely. hear. Um, yeah, people's thoughts and kind of responses responses to that. But I think we all kind of think, especially the especially as guys, you know, we all think about those heroes and those superpowers quite a bit. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, if the result was to get me smiling, <laughs> then I've got a big smile. Oh, well, my, my job <laughs> is done for the day. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. So, well, yeah. just tell us um, and, and the listeners a little bit about your your current role within Energy Fitness. Uh, so I am a group GM. I think I'm probably the only one in Energy Fitness. I manage two sites energy fitness in old street and energy fitness in bethel green and i'm lucky enough to have a really good team in each of the clubs the the hosts and the the other managers and personal trainers so i oversee those two and i make sure that we're legally compliant and customer service is where it needs to be and everyone's having a good time and feeling looked after and achieving their goals really good when you can have a a real good team connection with um everybody that you work with it creates such a more powerful and positive environment for everybody and you can kind of really succeed really with those types of environments can't you yes absolutely it's key for me and and you know as as our chat goes on i'm sure you'll you'll recognize that the power of people is very important to me and the connection i have and treating everybody as you know as people and human beings and you know, taking into account that everybody's got emotions and feelings, but also the fact that they can bring so much value to wherever they are and whatever job they're doing. Because I know that I don't 
always have the answers and I tap into my team's experience and, and uh, opinions and, and we come up with some really good good uh, question, yeah. uh, answers, yeah, if you like, or ways to do things as a you team. You know, people feel valued when they feel included in those types of responsibilities and exploring things for themselves, don't they? So it's, you know, it's a yeah. good place to be in. Yeah. And how long have you been yes, uh, at Energy now? Absolutely. I started in July 2018. So during uh, during lockdown, start of July, it was during lockdown, the first yeah. lockdown. That was my two-year anniversary. So uh, now very yeah. quickly coming up to two and a half years. It's gone so quick this year. But um, yeah, yeah two and a half uh, years almost. This year has just gone yeah, crazy quick, even despite the, the madness. But yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, yeah. how you kind of um, got into like the well came to be in this kind of position of of NLP and um, all the current things that you're you're doing kind of in energy and also outside of it as well so yeah let's go for it yeah <laughs> yeah excuse me sniffing I've got a bit of a I don't know what I've got but a bit of a cold um so um yeah I I uh grew up in in Deep dark Essex, uh, you know, and uh, I started working for for Waitrose, the supermarket Waitrose, and as a family tradition, really, my mum and my oh, brother okay. and my cool. sister used to work for them, and it was there that I developed a a need as well as a, a love of developing other people, coaching, if you like, and I was part of a trial where. I was running the second biggest section in the whole of the weight, the whole of Waitrose company. And I used to manage 135 people. And so I very quickly realized that I couldn't do everything myself and it required me to develop others, to do things, to help me. And once I started to do that, I discovered two things. And the first one was that I enjoyed developing other people. And the second thing was that I noticed how much enjoyment and how engaged other people felt, the more responsibility I gave them. And so I continued to do that with coaching and developing other people. And I really got, got a huge enjoyment out of it, seeing other people uh, succeed and, and uh, you know achieve things. And I would feel success and enjoyment through seeing other people succeed and I went on a management course for myself and it was about coach it was coaching and my coach or mentor at the time during the course she said to me you have a really good ability to read other people you should do a coaching course and that's how I got into the coaching and she recommended NLP but there wasn't a coach there wasn't an NLP course available immediately. And the next course she she pushed okay. me to do was a hypnotherapy course. And I thought, well, this has always intrigued me, hypnosis, and I wonder what it's all about and really wanted to get involved. So I did that and then very quickly went on to NLP. Yeah. And they're very closely related. And, um, and then this year, wow. so that was six years ago. And then this year I passed my diploma in clinical hypnotherapy. So I do it on a, I do it on a clinical level and uh, along with the NLP. And it's all about helping people find the strategies to become, achieve their goals and become the best version of themselves. And it's, a, it's behavioral coaching, really. And it's uh, interesting. Uh, behavior mm -hmm. interests me. And I often hear people talk and say things 
um, yeah. like limiting beliefs that hold them back. And what I do is I challenge those beliefs to ensure that they yeah. can progress and achieve their goals. And then this year, I also qualified as a mental health first aider. So I got to see the other side of it because usually I help people um, who come to me for help or with a coaching, I'm going to step in and, and help. But with mental health first aider, it's kind of picking up the warning signs if anyone is feeling feeling down yeah, and, and feeling a, in distress. And yeah, amongst the, the situation we've kind of been in this year, you know, mental health is, is such a big thing and it's it's kind of been on the rise in terms of people talking about it, more people promoting it more because, you know, for, for a lot of people, it's it's a t- very tough, extremely tough situation mentally, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And this year has been, has highlighted that for a lot of people and especially because mm. there's been a lot of loneliness this year with the lockdown. We've not been able to see friends and relatives and, um, you know, a lot of, you know, energy fitness, you know, for example, the, the fantastic company that we both work for, we've put on a, a, an awesome online content. And I think when we first did it, it was probably, we were yeah. probably aiming at physical fitness and making sure everybody felt good, but felt good in a physical way as mm. kind of, that main game but i think as the you know i'm sure you'll agree as both lockdowns have progressed we've noticed the impact on mental health as well and so when when i was asked to join you know by yourself when i was asked to join the energy online um, classes for this lockdown doing doing my meditation class that uh, obviously <laughs> appealed to me because anything I can do to help anybody with their mental health will, uh, you know, will always appeal to me. And I think it's a f- fantastic online offering anyway. And the diversity in that, that platform on the energy platform is awesome. And there's something for everybody there, you know, from nutrition to, to fix, physical fitness classes, as well as my meditation. So an honor to be part of that. And, um, and as you know, I've been getting some yeah. unbelievable feedback from people which still shocks me and makes me feel good that that we as a team we are influencing people yeah, in such you know, a positive way um but you know for me and the, the guys listening to this you know will's been um made such a positive impact you know to to people's lives and that's come through by some of the you know loads of feedback that we've we've seen and you know, for, for me, for, for Will, that, you know, that's what it's all about, helping support people, you know, physically, but more so um, at the moment, trying to really look after that kind of mental side as well, which can be a big driver in positivity or the flip side, negative, negative, negativity. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a huge success with that online content um as well and just for people listening will what what could you give us like a snapshot on what nlp is yes um it is um that's the best way to say it's behavioral coaching and i but i describe clearly that there is an actual definition for it but i like to describe it as um we build up belief structures based on an identity that we give ourselves and these belief structures affect our behaviors and sometimes these belief structures are fantastic things to have such as i can achieve everything that 
I want to do. I deserve to be happy. I'm strong. Mm. I'm powerful. All those wonderful positive affirmations. But sometimes people set up belief structures, usually to protect themselves, but they fall into what some might see as a negative identity and they create limiting behaviors. So these could be, and, and one that I hear often in my gyms is, I'm not sure about joining, I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not a gym person. Yeah. So that's a belief, I'm not a gym person, and therefore associated behaviours are, I can't train in a gym. So how I describe it is their belief structure is like a Jenga block. Yeah. So you know that the game where you build up the blocks <laughs> and you have to pull out the bricks, if you like, until it falls down. The belief structure for them is their Jenga block. And I pull out the bricks by asking questions until the belief structure comes crashing down. And then therefore they're free to be able to do the things that they didn't think they'd be able to do. And I help build a new one, which is more empowering and enables them to do everything that, that can help them progress. And so I will go from anything from helping them overcome things like that to phobia cures uh, to you know overcoming past trauma um, and and anything like that, so we build up our own structures in our mind for things, and it's my job to help people overcome the negatives mm, awesome. and create yeah, positives. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff, and uh, you know we we all have definitely yeah. have those limiting beliefs that um, can restrict us in progressing in work or you know relationships or life in general, and it's like you say, it's helping. Uh, unlock those yeah. beliefs so you can yeah overcome those 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 challenges and those barriers because we are all very capable of of doing more or the things that we feel we can't essentially yeah and yes absolutely. I, I guess really what what steps can people actively take to maybe Im improve their mindset or maybe more specifically improve their confidence if they're struggling with that So I think that the, the, there's a foundation for this, for feeling mentally well, and it is linked to the physical as well. And there's some basic stuff that we all know about, but sometimes we, we let slip. And, you know, obviously we need to eat a healthy, balanced diet. We need to drink enough water. and We need to get enough sleep because if we don't have those, any of those one things or any of them, then that re really does affect our physical health and our mental well-being. And there's also really, <clears throat> excuse me, it's also really important to get enough exercise to keep fit. Um, and obviously, uh, as we've discussed, we've got a fantastic online platform ourselves, as well as getting out outside for a bit of fresh air as well. And it's also really important to have a fantastic support network so that you people if you um, and again, you know, keep referring to it. There's a an awesome community on, on our online platform where I often start my class and hmm. everybody interacts with each other without me even talking. So it's lovely to see that happen. So stay connected with people and also ensure that you're practicing self-care and taking some me time and looking after yourself. And self-care isn't about a glass of wine and a donut. This is about making sure that, you know, you're doing things like meditation, you're staying fit and healthy, you're having a nice hot bath or listening to some relaxing music. So it's all good things, all positive things that will benefit you. So that's the first thing, because if you're, if you're right in your um, health and your physical fitness, mm. then everything else is much, much easier to deal with. 
and meditation is a a key thing as well taking time out from taking in all this information all the time where we're on smartphones etc just take a break and the recommended amount of time that i give is Mm. two lots of 15 minutes a day so it's not that long really it's not that long at all put on a nice meditation track come to one of my classes um, and just relax you know just allow yourself to to relax and then it's about um and this is really cliche thing to say but it does work that positive mindset and gratitude is really good as well and being able to recognize all the positive things uh in your life and be able to uh be you know show gratitude for those things on a daily basis I had a client once who told me that every time she steps out of bed, she puts one foot down and says, thank. And then she puts the other one down and says, you. So every day she ends, starts the day with thank you, just showing gratitude, just giving off positivity. And that's it. And if you do have negative thoughts or, or behaviors come in, acknowledge them, acknowledge they're there and um, just, you know, park them if you need to at that moment. And then talk to someone about it. And that's the key thing here. And that's something that I'm really proud to say is, you know, kind of been highlighted this year the, for people to just speak out and talk to someone if they feel the need to. And for those of us that get people approach us or we spot someone isn't right, uh, listen, listen without judgment and help in any way you can. And you're not expected to know all the answers to fix things. There are plenty of people out there, including myself, that can help. So, so the first most important part is listening yeah, and that, being able um, to help someone where you can. That ability just to listen can be just supportive in itself without actually, you know, giving any recommendations or, or yeah. verbal support or, or directions to anything else. And you know, some people just just want to be heard, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes, sometimes the danger can be that those people that don't know how to, how they would respond to someone kind of shy away from it or they spot something isn't right, but they're not quite sure. You know, if you've got a friend or family member and you know they're not behaving in the way they normally do and you're a bit worried about them, please ask them, you know, say to them, are you okay? And if they say, yeah, I'm fine push them again and say, no, listen, I know you're not. And I want you to know that if you can open up, if you want to open up to me and tell me I'm here for you. So don't just accept it. If you know deep down that they're, they're not okay. Um, usually we can tell that usually we can tell in, in your gut instinct, if you like that someone's not right. And so it's really important that we do reach out to people and um, show them that we're, we're there for them because, you know, to turn it, a little bit more somber the suicide Mm. rates this year are astronomical Mm. and we will hit a million suicides this year across the world and it's such a terrible thought that that people do get to that part uh, point where they feel the need to do that yeah 100 percent. anything we can do is is really really important you see more and more of these these cases of suicide people kind of i guess it's the the age-old suffering in silence um so you know yeah, like you say, it might not be taking that initial yeah. response as as face value that they are okay. It's it's then kind of pressing just to say, you know, hey, I'm I'm here if you need it, and feel free to take whatever steps 
you need to, um, you know, to, to let me know how you, you're feeling or if you, you need help. Yeah, absolutely. And what's what's been really beneficial this year is also those people that are dealing with it and living with any sort of mental health issues are sharing their stories. And I think that's as crucial as anything, because I've known people that are suffering, if you like, I don't I just try not to use that word, but they particularly are suffering because they aren't, yeah. they haven't identified they are suffering with their mental uh, mental wellness, if you like, on the mental health. They think, oh, this mm. is just me, or I'm just feeling mm. a bit low today, and then it goes on and on and on. And so then they hear somebody else's story, and they think, oh, hang on a minute. And I, I've had this said, people have contacted me and said, I didn't realise I was suffering until I heard this other person's story. Or one guy messaged saying something I said on one of my posts and thought he thought to himself, actually, I am suffering. I just thought, I was feeling a bit down, but when I heard your story and when I listened to this other guy, I realised that I was going through the same things. And mm. so that's led me to, to actually speak out. So sharing stories is also really good. And obviously it's really inspirational as well to get other people, you know, to show other people that there are, there is help out there and there is, yeah, there are ways to definitely. deal with and this. I think, you know, also a bit, a big thing on, on that topic and what you've just said is that, it kind of allows people to feel like it's okay to ask for help. I know for for me and most of my life, I've always thought, kind of been in that mindset that, you know, I should just, if I'm feeling a bit low or having a bad time, I should just kind of just grind on and keep up, you know, keep going and try and just suppress those feelings. And then, you know, if I'm, if I'm then trying to ask for help, I actually I've often thought maybe you know that's more of a weakness, and I shouldn't really be asking help. I should be you know just getting on with it myself, or you know just sticking it out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and I and I think that it's only now that us talking about mental health, and there's been a few, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the reality stars has been a few and. Caroline Flack where you know she she committed suicide and that's really highlighted it and shown people that this is a real thing and I think you know you and I are of a similar age group when we would have grown up then although my my parents were amazing there was an attitude yeah. of still a bit like come on pull yourself together you know just you're just having a bad day yeah, or you know be a man about it or don't cry or all of that and, and you know my my parents were really good and my mum was amazing you know if, needed to cry that was okay but I, there is a general feeling um, many years ago growing up in the 80s and the 90s where it was kind of like a weakness to cry especially as a guy and so it's it when, when, the more we're talking about it now the more we realize that actually um you know that there is this is the norm this is the norm we we do struggle we do struggle sometimes and, you know, one of the ladies I talked to, she said, my husband, he's just spoken to me after, you know, 20, 25 years of marriage yeah. and told me he's been suffering with depression for 30 years and that he's only just felt felt able to talk about it. So people were suffering before. People were living with this before. They just couldn't speak out. And so I'm really proud of the work that everybody's doing this year to highlight that and, and allowing people to speak out and ask for help. And I just hope 
for anybody listening to this um, or any of the other things that we all do that they feel able yeah, to speak no, out. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think just talk to someone. It's like, I guess it's more um, predominant now, especially you know with the male kind of mental health because those you know suicide rates are are up as well that you know yeah. we're encouraging more guys to not be in the kind of man up space um and and kind of express that and, and feel like it's it's okay yeah. which is, is is good to see you know more kind of activity and more awareness around around that as well yeah for, yeah absolutely i mean i i'm trying not to generalize here but in my experience women are more open to talking because from god from when our species starts first started um you know neanderthal times and before that women were the ones that you know did all that hard work and stayed around and sat at home and talked and that were the communicators and men went out to hunt and didn't talk that much and it was all about physical activity and and all of that and so from millions of years we've been um you know our behaviors have been inbred with us that we would be the ones that the guys would be the ones that are keep it all in and and being masculine was seen as um the you know a definition of masculine that, that people often um, kind of imply or use is that you know mm. we would be strong both physically and emotionally and then strength apparently yeah. was something that, where we didn't show our emotions and so actually I believe it's the complete opposite and you know if you're able to show that you're upset and need a good cry and can do that in a place that's safe for you then we should be able to do that and, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to depreciate the 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 suffering or the, the things that women go through, of course, they go through the same thing. Just in my experience, they are more open to talk about it. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And uh, I just really want to kind of encourage any guys out there or any women, that if they do need to talk to them, yeah. then there are people here that will gladly listen. Um, you know, the, the most important thing is, yeah, it's just, you know, trying to seek some help or and, and acknowledging that, you you do need help and that you know it's okay to to ask for it in in whatever form that might be yeah 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 some people you know it's it's so powerful to just say to someone um i know you're suffering i know you're going through something and i want you to know that i'm here to listen if you need it because a lot of people who can't they don't feel uh, and especially with men, sometimes a lot of guys, they, they literally don't know how to yeah. express how they're feeling because they've never been taught it because we're taught how to do this. And so women are, are fantastic at that. They can just say it. And, you know, lots of guys can too, but there's also a lot of guys that literally yeah. do not know how to put it in words. And I just, you know, sometimes all they need yeah, to do is yeah. say I need help. Yeah, and I can definitely, definitely relate to that. Often, often been uh, you know very difficult in trying to express kind of how you feel from from that that perspective, and it it, it can be hard for uh, some of us to uh, get those emotions and feelings out and and feel okay about doing it. Yeah. The thing, the bottom line is, is that all guys have always felt this way but we've we've hidden it or we've been afraid to say it or we don't know how to say it 
we've always felt this way. Of course we have. We've, we've had the same, we've got the same emotions as women, but you know, it's just how we, how we're able to then express it. And that's why I, you know, repeat what I said earlier. I think this year not only has been great to help people, it's also teaching people, teaching us guys and women yeah, how to say it if we do education need to say piece, it. Isn't it? And, and self, like self-awareness as well. And has there been kind of yes, any, yeah, very you much, know, yeah. any challenges for you, um, Will, that you've had to kind of overcome? And, you know, has there been any specific things that you've found beneficial for, for you um, from a kind of mindset, positive mindset perspective? Yeah, I mean, in 2012, I was suffering with depression. And, um, you know, I say it's a good thing to share stories. So I'm going to share mine now. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship where I was depressed and I was self-harming. And I had to, I I went to doctors and I, you know, listen, I I can't um, put into Mm -hmm. words how grateful I am for doctors and the NHS. I think they're awesome, but I think there's still work to do for them. I mean, I get this was eight years ago, but... I went to the doctor and the, the doctor, she said to me, um, do you want me to sign, off, sign you off work? And or, or she said, I'll sign you off work. And I said, well, no, actually, that's the only part of my life that's going well. And then she said, well, I'll give you some pills. And there was never an offer to talk to someone or, you know, any sort of therapy. It was just straight away, I'll give you some pills. And that really worried me. And it still worries me now because I know that still happens happens sometimes that pills are seen as the best thing and when actually all they do is put a nice rosy sheen over all the issues and don't really solve anything so um you know i had to get home and after a few days of taking them and feeling pretty rough i flushed them down the toilet and i started meditating and i i read the secret actually uh, by Rhonda Byrne. it's a fantastic book about positive mindset and i was able luckily enough to pull myself out of it but I do have bouts of where I feel down sometimes I get my energy from Mm -hmm. other people and that really affected me in the first lockdown Uh, I was living with a few people in the place I live and everybody moved out and I was on my own and initially it felt great I was like it's fantastic in nice warm weather and I'm here on my own and then after a couple of weeks I began to start feeling really lonely Mm -hmm. and I really suffered in the first lockdown, I was lonely. I was, um, you know, feeling really, really down. And I, uh, uh, I was luckily enough, luckily, lucky enough that um, I was managed to get through that and I was okay. And so when we came into the second mm. lockdown, I thought, okay, I'm going to do this different, differently. And so this is where I've been promoting all my mental health stuff. And, um, you know, the feedback helps and makes me feel really good and makes me really feel like I'm helping people in a positive way. And, and so this yeah, lockdown has that, been much, it can much be tough when you, you get into those, those holes and those, you know, those, those darker, darker places. Um, and it's, it can be hard to dig yourself out, but I think it's important to try and, yeah, you know, take, take actions to, to get yourself out of that, that place. Um, yeah otherwise it's one of those continued things that that kind of circle where you just can't get out of it yes absolutely and the more you know for me 
it was that circle of yeah. you know, first things I mentioned around poor diet and not enough sleep. And, you know, the worse I felt, the more I wanted to eat junk because stress levels increase your cortisol levels. And what does cortisol do? It increases your cravings for fatty and sugary foods. So, of course, I wanted to eat all of that. The more of that I ate, the more the more the worse I felt. So it was a circle. Yeah, and there going round and um, round. So, you said yeah. obviously a, a book about the secret. Is there any other books you would recommend in, in terms of reading or listening? Yeah, I mean, look, there's so many out there, isn't there? I've read a book called The Power. That's really good. I mean, Rhonda Byrne has a a whole kind of yeah. loads of books. The Power, The Hero the magic, the secret, they're all really good. But anyone that you connect with, um, you know, looking at people online and and looking at reviews, anyone that you connect with their story, really, anything that you would find interesting to read. And um, a lot of people are great at sharing their stories. And uh, anything that's going to get you in a positive mindset, and that can be um, just snippets of things, or it could be a whole book. Uh, It could be podcasts like this. Um, it could be watching people's lives on social media, but just connect, keep yourself connected with with other people, uh, either by reading or watching them and listening to them and yeah, be inspired yeah, by yeah, those really, stories. Really good, good tips. And I think that's the key, isn't it? Finding, finding, um, you know, content and things that you, you can do kind of daily that give you that good I guess positive or uplifting mindset because I've, I've found with particularly with social media you can scroll but things can put you in a almost a negative mindset or you know you're, you're seeing these celebrities with you know the big houses the pools the lifestyle can can really put you in a more of a depressive yeah. state or that kind of feeling that you don't have as much or you need more so it's yeah as I sound it's really important to you get content that actually will help benefit you and make you feel kind of positive as opposed to the opposite. Yeah. And social media can Mm. be an, an awesome thing if you, if you use it in the right way and, you know, online things. And, you know, as I said already, like our, our online platform for classes and all that stuff is amazing but then it can be very, very damaging as well. And if you find yourself following a load of people um, that, you know, celebrities, they are paid to promote these things. And I, again, I'm not trying to depreciate what they do, but they are paid to promote these things. Their photos can be airbrushed. Mm. Lots of them get plastic surgery. Um, and, you know, they're, yeah. they're probably taken 20 photos before they find the one they want to post. So just appreciate that their their social medias are like an advert, an advertisement that you would see in a magazine or TV. They're going to pick the best possible photo and words, et cetera, et cetera. So all I would say is if you find that you're following anyone or any page that doesn't make you feel good, stop following it. Because if it doesn't bring you any value, just stop following it. Even if it's just temporary, just stop following it and just follow the people and the pages that inspire you and make you feel good. And it, it's very simple, but yeah, we do get into that part where we, you know, well, yeah. I don't have that house and I don't look that good. And I don't, you know, if it doesn't make you feel yeah. good, just no, stop I it. Agree more. Just don't, don't we, look we all at get caught up in, um, 
you know, seeing that what what may be deemed as perfection and kind of relating that to us and uh yeah, putting ourselves in a in a in a worse kind of spot in terms of that that mental side of things, which, you know, we spend spend some people spend hours and hours on social media and it can really have that that negative effect. So stepping out of that, even sometimes just reducing the amount you're online. Yeah. And um you know, and and doing things that are more productive yeah. with the time to drive that kind of positive um, mindset, yeah, with the content that you're absorbing. Yeah, if you focus your energy on everything you do have, um, you'd be a lot happier. And if you measure your happiness on the things you yeah. don't have, no one would ever be happy because you're never going to have everything. There's always someone that's going to have more money than you, more <laughs> yeah. uh, more you know muscles than you or a thinner waist than you or a better car than you there's always going to be someone do not measure your happiness based on other people um and do not measure your happiness based on um other people's opinions of you either it's more about what you do have and what you are grateful for and if you struggle with how to do that tune into my yeah. sunday class with energy fitness because my power of positive energy class on a Sunday morning is great at looking at confidence and gratitude and yeah, all those wonderful yeah, things we've just been be, talking uh, about. Looking forward to those um, those sessions weekly on Sundays. Um, you know, it's been, it's been fun to, yeah, yeah, no, it's been well, plugging my class here. Feedback. So if you are listening <laughs> and you want to jump in on these sessions, they'll be um, yeah, really, really important. You'll get lots of of benefits from from doing them. So. Yeah, Sundays ten fifteen till till ten forty five, and then Will's also doing some meditation sessions eight yep. uh, till nine pm on a, a Tuesday and a Friday from from next week, ladies and gents. But yeah, it's um, really positive, positive stuff, and these are the conversations that I think will really benefit people um, going forward, and hopefully some good tips uh, and things to take out if you know people are struggling or they know of someone struggling as well. So um yeah really good positive yeah. uh conversations and one thing i that i've kind of found is is to help with um i guess positive mindset and putting some more positive energy back in is appreciating what other people do like in terms of their jobs so you know being you know kind of thankful to those people that work in you know petrol stations or cleaners and and having conversations with just those people just saying hello how are you um and kind of just saying you know just being appreciative of you know service and things like that i, I find kind of that external putting that external energy out for other people can really help you know with that the positive energy that you're kind of trying to create on a, a day-to-day basis Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it all falls within that gratitude, doesn't it? And, you know, it, it works. It's, a, it's yeah. a double double or dual effect, really, because not only are you making yourself feel good, you're also making the other person feel good. And so that feels, I think, you know, for me, that feels amazing too. You know, you can get someone to smile and feel good about what yeah. they do and who they are. That feels amazing. And, you know, again, it's just staying in that positive mindset and, and I posted recently on my Instagram, smile at anyone you come, that anyone you make eye contact with, smile at them because, you know, you mm. never know what a smile can do for someone. A smile could change someone's life. 
because and we'll you know, go back to the you know the suicide rate and things. If one smile could make someone think, okay, that person yeah. smiled at me, and maybe things aren't that bad, you know. So and maybe they think, oh, he smiled at me. Maybe I can talk to him, and especially while we're, you know while I'm in my gyms, and I like to connect with people on a personal basis and find out why they really join the gym because nobody joins a gym to lose weight or get fit or get stronger or get bigger that's not the main reason that's a secondary gain and so i do a lot of questioning on what the primary gain is mm. and so there was a guy that was in my bethnal green gym between the two lockdowns and he was on a an exercise bike. He's always there. I always see him there and we smile and say hello, but he's normally got his headphones in. There was one particular day that I I walked past and I thought, do you know what? I, I smiled yeah. at him and I thought, no, let me let me speak to this guy a bit more. So I said to him, why did you, you know, why you come to the gym today? Why did you come to the gym? And he said, oh, I want to, you know, I want to lose weight. And I said, no, why do you really come to the gym? What makes you really want to come to the gym? And he looked at me and he mm. said to me, I want to get my life back. And I thought, wow, that is such a powerful statement. And so I said to him, you know, just tell me, tell me what, what do you mean? What have you said that? And he said, well, I used to be really slim and I was able to, you know, get up and jump up and, and be fit and, and felt really good and, and light and energetic. And he said, and in the first lockdown, I really suffered and I ate lots and lots. And, and now I've put on a load of weight and I feel like I'm not who I used to be and I want to get my life back. And I thought that mm, is going yeah. to stay with me forever. And so connecting with him on such a deep level allowed me to then connect with him in a way that if I saw him struggling, perhaps, and this is great for personal trainers as well, because your client struggles, you know, but if you know the real reason why they're there, you know, you can help them through because if you're with someone you're training with them or you're you're in the gym and you just say, come on, you've got a few more pounds to lose, that doesn't hit home as much as yeah. you've almost got your life back. And so when we connect on that emotional level, that's when people, members and clients feel connected to us and feel you know, safe and, and respected and appreciated. And also it allows us to influence people's lives in a positive way more easily and for me yeah no, there's that's, nothing better than that's that. a really amazing story and yeah it's, it just kind of reflects that you know like you're saying about the primary game gain and the secondary gain um you know we all have those those deeper feelings of yeah. why we want to achieve something or you know a set goal but yeah it's, it's amazing that he you know shared shared that with you as well that he wants to kind of get his life back yeah because it, it, it's a, it's a yeah. safe answer, isn't yeah. it, to say, I want to lose weight or I want to gain weight. Because most of the time, most of the time, we will go, okay, cool. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Look forward to seeing your journey. And we get involved with it. But, you know, it's only this, it's only the secondary gain. Some people don't know what their primary gain is. They haven't worked it out. And they think it's because they want to lose weight. But then when, when I, with my coaching, I get to the real root of it because some people give up because they, and this happens a lot in this industry, that they'll think that getting bigger or stronger or thinner or fitter will make them happy mm. because they think that's what their primary gain is. And then we get thinner and we get bigger and we get fitter and we get stronger and we're still not happy. And the reason is because that wasn't ever the thing 
that was going to make us happy. And so when we connect and find out what really is going to make us happy, that's where yeah. we can create yeah, it's that, true happiness. It's that, uh, I guess that, that's that, superficial, but that, that surface benefit rather than the kind of the deep down. Yeah. 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 It's, it's the safe. Yeah. It's the safe answer because yeah. it's not yeah. opening up your emotions, is it? You're just, you know, generic answer, which a lot of people think that is reality. I mean, again, it is a secondary game, but it's a safe, it's a safe answer. So I had a lady walk into my old street club a few weeks ago. So similar story, but on a different level. Old street club, she walked in and uh, my host was there and I was there and we started a conversation. I said, well, what's brought you in the gym today? Why have you come to join the gym? And she said, um, why have you come to look around the gym? And she said, I want to be, I want to get strong. And so my host would normally do the tour. And I thought, hang on a minute, there's something about this that doesn't feel right. Let me do the tour. And so I took her down to the gym floor. And when we got on the gym floor, she sat on, a, on one of the benches and I sat on the floor. And I said to her, look, tell me, there's something else here. I don't normally get people walking and say, I want to get strong, men or women. And she said, I was in an abusive relationship and my boyfriend used to hit me. And I want to get strong so that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And wow, <laughs> again, we'll never forget that story. And, um, you know, listen, a lot of people won't open up. She was ready to open up and it didn't take a lot for her to open up to me. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful that she did. Uh, but these are the things that we're dealing with here. For those of us that work in this industry, these are the reasons that people join our gyms. And if we can allow people to feel comfortable enough to connect with us on those levels, that's when we really connect with people. We're already not the franchise that allows people to walk in, tap a code and walk in, train and walk out, tap in a code and not talk to them. We already connect with people. And so by, by having these deeper connections, this is where we continue to connect, create um, and to establish and to you know, build on yeah, this definitely, family definitely that we already nice. have. Some powerful, powerful stories and reasons why you know, people um, come to the gym and kind of being, being vulnerable with sharing those, um, you know, those kind of true feelings as well. And do you think um, for anybody listening, yeah. is there any kind of things people could potentially do to maybe find maybe find that kind of primary reason why they want to maybe you know lose weight or go to the gym yeah i mean first of all it's just being honest with yourself it it really is and think about the things that potentially you aren't feeling happy about in your life and and also the things that you are um and talk to people and read other people's stories and meditation is great because with my meditation sessions, I throw in some hypnosis, hypnotherapy. So it opens up the doorway between unconscious and conscious minds and our minds often. And this is why I get the stories and the, the, the testimony as I get is because it throws up things from your unconscious mind. And it almost gives you what I like to call a light bulb moment where you just go, mm. Oh yeah. That's the real reason. And so coaching is also very, very important. And again, when I coach people, it's just like a normal conversation. And 
these light bulb moments happen so often now mm-hmm. I could open up my own Blackpool Illuminations and it's amazing because people just have that realisation when they go oh wow that's exactly what it is I thought it was this problem yeah, but actually yeah. talking about it it's that problem so just encourage you to talk about it because when we verbalise stuff when we say things out loud both to ourselves and others it does allow us to process that more easily because yeah, when we say things out loud it becomes more real doesn't it you know, it's that cliche where people go, oh, no, I've said it yeah, out loud. Yeah. I, I can hear it properly, which is <laughs> yeah. ironic because they could hear it in their own head before. But when they really hear it, yeah, they definitely. can they then start to work it out. So my, my encouragement or my advice is if you aren't feeling great, if you aren't feeling as happy as you want to be, but you haven't quite yet worked out what it is, go and find someone and talk to them and, and, and get quite happy to have conversations with people. Just talk because when you say things out loud and get the right questions back from a coach, um, it sometimes does just pop up, sometimes in the first session with me, sometimes in the second, but it doesn't normally take very long. And then once you've worked out what it is, then you can work on what you can do. That's what it is. It's that initial step, isn't it, to opening the door because then you can take the the next steps in kind of managing that or, or improving or developing whatever that, that might be. But it's, it's finding that initial, that initial step, that initial light bulb moment. Yeah. 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 And it has to be, it also has to be a recognition of what you're going to gain out of it. And this year I've talked a lot about with my guys, effort versus reward and sometimes we're not willing to put the effort in if we don't know what the reward's going to be so my advice is find out or uh, dictate what your reward is going to be and you will then find the energy to make the effort and the wonderful thing um Mm. a wonderful quote that i've often used this year is um that you there is a way that you can uh, you can't predict the future unless you write it basically so there is a way to Mm. predict the future you just have to write it because the future is unwritten and you can write your own future by deciding on what you want to do and how you're going to do it so don't worry about being scared or what's going to happen or how you're going to feel and you know listen let's be let's be honest sometimes Mm. opening that doorway is scary and it can be painful but once you've got through that, the happiness that, that comes from it is it will far outweigh any fear or any pain of going through painful memories or painful discussions. And know that the people that are here to listen to you are going to listen non-judgmentally with the purpose of helping you become the best version of yourself. And so no one's going to judge you. No one's going to laugh at you. No one's going to think you're crazy this is all about being able to help you and with regards to me there's not much anybody can say to me at this point <laughs> that's going to shock me believe me i have heard Amazing. it all yeah uh yeah most most wise words as i always say um well you know speak from a place of such care um knowledge uh experience as well but you know you know genuine care in supporting others but also living that kind of real beneficial information and and support that people need yeah yeah i mean i listen i I, the 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 personal circumstances that i've shared with you um that's just tip of the iceberg 
I've been through a lot, but I'm lucky and I'm grateful that I've come out the other side. And don't get me wrong, sometimes anxiety can creep in a little bit and sometimes a low mood mm. can start to edge its way in. And, you know, it takes work. It does take work, but it's OK because I've worked out how to manage it and what my strategies are to deal with it. And that's why I want to share. And that's why I want to help other people because it is achievable. And a lot of people get in the place where they think, well, this is it for my life. This is it. And, you know, I'm never going to be different. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. You can predict the future by writing. it. Yeah. Amazing. That's what I help people. Amazing. Powerful stuff. And I think for, you know, the, the listeners, if, you, as I say, we've spoken a little bit more early. If you want to jump onto Will's classes, uh, just as a reminder, Tuesday and Friday night, 8 till 9 p.m., the meditation. And then on Sunday morning, we've got the, the power of positive energy, 10.15 till 10.45. Um, and, and, and Will, where else can people find you like in terms of socials? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, let me, I just want to add something about the classes for energy. Um, I offer my, my catchphrase at the start of them is um, expect the unexpected yeah, nice. and accept the unexpected because a lot of time people don't come to meditation yeah. because they're just not sure what it is and, and what to expect. So my advice is give it a go. And some people come to the class, they don't turn the camera on, they don't turn the microphone on. That's okay. I'm all right with that because they might just want to experience what it's like. And some people, they get involved and we have a good chinwag and we, you know, and I see them and it's fantastic. If you're not sure, just come along and try it. That's my advice to you. And the confidence boosting, it's a lot of fun, actually. And we have a bit of a laugh and we, people share their stories. And also last week I had people <laughs> advising each other and I wasn't yeah. even involved. I was just like, guys, you go ahead. So this is a great community. Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook, Will Everett, and the surname is spelled E-V-E-R-E-T-T. And I'm on Instagram, which is predominantly where all my posts are, Will Life Coach PT. So it's W-I-L-L-L-I-F-E-C-O-A-C-H-P-T. And please send me a message if you want to have a chat. And come along to my energy classes Tuesday and Friday night at 8 and Sunday morning, 10.15 to 10.45. Uh, they're, they're really, really worth it. That's not just me yeah. saying it. That's everybody That's else saying it. That's based on the testimonials <laughs> that I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, That's everybody else saying it, yeah. As always, an absolute pleasure catching up. You know, we could probably spend the whole day chatting, so I think we'll have to plan out uh, another another session. Um, but, it's, yeah. yeah, brilliant. And hope for you guys listening, uh, you, you've taken some golden nuggets um, and some good resources and knowledge um, from the session as well. So once again, massive thank you for your time, your knowledge, experience, wisdom um, uh, this this afternoon. <laughs> I'm in my 40s yeah. now. I can be wise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me on. I really no, do pleasure. Pleasure having you on. And yeah, let's, let's get the next one booked in. And uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah here's to some more more sessions and some more positive vibes so yeah big thanks will welcome to the energy fitness podcast i'm joined by will everett a master practitioner in nlp life coaching and meditation as well as hypnotherapy 
So we deep dive into the world of mental health and mindset and give you some useful tools and tips to help you improve your mental health. This is a great episode, especially in this current climate. So listen in and enjoy. Enjoy.